So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back to our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, and it is an exciting episode because we of course saw so much go down on last night's finale and I have my lovely co-host Tasha here who not only obviously has been doing all the recaps with me but Tasha you were there you hosted which first I have to say you and Caitlin did a phenomenal job I just Mm. love seeing you girls on stage you just held down the fort you did such an incredible job. Um, and so I, I felt like like a proud friend watching you both <laughs> up there. Um, but it was an explosive Bachelorette finale. I think one of the most explosive ones we've seen in a while. Um, so I can't wait to hear your take on things because like I said, you hosted it. You were there. You witnessed everything firsthand. So thank you for being able to recap this one, especially with us. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? This is the icing on the cake, but it was quite an episode. I cannot wait to talk to you about it, but I'm also so excited for our guest for this week's episode. The beautiful couple, Katie and Blake are here and we're just going to be able to ask them all the questions we've been dying to ask. So Mm -hmm. let's get into it. Which we will have a lot to talk to them about. And so I know each week we try to like recap what we saw go down and there's obviously a lot within this finale, but 
ultimately there's just so much love so much happiness and that's why we're having Blake and Katie on so instead of like recapping each bit I really just want to get into like a major moment a major highlight for us and then just bring the happy couple on because that's 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 why we're here that's why you know we do this season by season and so um I think overall I mean for you being on the season, being mm-hmm. able to watch the finale back, and then also being able to host, what was like your major moment or takeaway from last night's episode? You know, for me, I always say introducing the family into the mix is just so different. And that's what really brings the reality of it all. And I thought it was really, I, I mean, as much as Aunt Lindsay kind of just like put me in my place, <laughs> I thought it was really <laughs> cool to see her just be so real, raw, and like, straight with Blake and kind of just Mm -hmm. tell him, you know, this is the reality of the fact, like, are you ready for all this? I just thought it was really as, as, as intense as it was, it was just kind of, it was real. And Mm -hmm. I loved seeing like the love that she has for Katie and, and how protective she is. But I think the most surreal moment for me and like the fact that I was actually there for the season was being with Blake, picking out engagement rings. Um, Mm -hmm. it was really special. It was an experience I've never had before, but also just being able to live through that with him. Um, it just reminded me of like my relationship and like what guys go through in that moment. And it was just a really, it was really a touching moment. So mm-hmm. it's something we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Usually we have Mr. Neil Lane himself come and I love Neil Lane. So I, I will I say I did him. kind of miss seeing his face and his pizzazz, but it was so fun having you there sitting in that moment because not only do you bring a new perspective just being a female and a past lead who has gone through this, but it's something that you both kind of experience, I think, for the first time together of like, Blake is falling in love or is in love with this woman. This woman is your good friend. And so Mm -hmm. I think it was nice that you two had each other to kind of go through that and share that moment. It was really special as a viewer, I will say. Like, and I love change. I love seeing new things unfold. And so I liked the fact that, and also like, he was kind of struggling a little bit in that moment, kind of on the fence of like if he actually wanted to pick out a ring and get engaged on that day. So I think it was good that he had you. He mm-hmm. obviously knew you and had some sort of friendship foundation uh, in that moment. So I think you really helped him through it. Yeah, it was it was a little stressful. I am not going to lie. But also at the same time, like it was really cool seeing because like I know Blake from obviously from my season, but to see him like completely grow into this person and now looking for at engagement rings for a future fiance. Like it was just, it was super special and I was so proud of him. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, that yeah. boy really made me stressed out in that moment. I was, mm-hmm. oh, was, we're going to talk we to him about it. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. We will grill him on that moment because obviously he is the one who decided to get down on one knee, but he, he had me shaking a little bit. I wasn't quite sure uh, what he was yeah. going to do. Um, one thing I want to just talk about briefly during after the final rose was the explosive moment when Katie and Greg actually interacted. And I don't want to fixate on this because, again, the show is about love. And we found that with Katie and Blake. We had this beautiful proposal, this beautiful engagement. Now uh, they're, I'm assuming, happy and young and in love and about to live this great, incredible, fun life and like really start this relationship. But yeah. since you were there, I mean, because it was very tense to watch that interaction between Katie and Greg. I can only imagine what you and Caitlin were feeling in that moment. So take us back. Like how, how heated was it? 
I mean, truthfully, I think even Caitlin said something. We both noticed the second Katie was like stepped on stage that there was just a lot of tension. And I I think it's also because at one point, these two people really cared about each other. But also, I really want to commend Katie for sticking up for herself and really just letting know, letting Greg know like how his actions affected her. And I think that that was like a really empowering moment just for women in general, just to know that like, hey, I need to be also share my truth. And like, this is how I felt in that moment. And you abandoned me, like, you know? So, and also at the same time for Greg, I know that he was feeling all of the things as well. So it was a really tough mm-hmm. <laughs> position to be sitting in because you saw these two people mm-hmm. really have a lot of emotions and feelings, but um, yeah, it was heated. It was just, I think like the, how they ended and then playing into this last conversation that they had, it just seemed like two people who were just did not communicate on the same level and just were not clearly not on the same page. And I don't think there was really going to be much resolution. Um, I know the last sentiment that they shared was that they both wished the best for each other. And I hope that that is the case. I hope that they can move on from this and, you know, focus on themselves and Katie's new relationship and, and just, you know, leave it as I truly do wish you the best and take care. Um, Time will tell, but I, I think, um, from everything we saw after that with Katie and Blake, they seem very happy. So I think with that, we should just bring them on right now. I agree. I'm so excited to talk to the newly engaged couple. Welcome, Katie and Blake. Ah, you guys, I'm so excited. We have the happy couple here. Congratulations to both of you. How are you guys feeling? I mean, a little overwhelmed, but excited that we finally got to this point. Yeah, we're just like, we're just ready to start life. Like, it's been great living in secrecy, but we want to just start living life. And um, that starts in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so bizarre? Like, obviously, you went through all of filming. You had this limbo phase of when the show is now airing. So, of course, you are in these hidden happy couple houses every couple of weeks, able to still see each other. But did you hit a point throughout the past couple months while it's been airing where you're just like, I am over this shit. I just want to be oh. in public. Like, what was that moment for you? Or when did that happen? I guess I should ask. I think pretty, I would say pretty early. Like, you know, it's nice, like, having these these happy couple houses, but it's just you two and you just, like, I don't know, you want to, you want to celebrate with more than just yourselves. Like, and it's great to like get to know each other, but it's also like, feels like a fantasy world in a little bit still. Yes. And so mm-hmm. you just want to step into the real world and like do the things, go grab a coffee, like hold hands in the car, like do shit that like the cute little things that like make you feel like you're truly in a relationship in this case, an engagement. Doesn't it feel like it's kind of like you're living like a double life? Like the one yes. part of your life, you're so happy. You have this person and you're like, I don't know, doing all these things, getting to know each other, but then you like go back home and then nobody knows any of that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. am I dreaming? Yeah. Does that actually exist? Yeah. I completely relate with that. It's like you, I remember being so happy during that engagement, but I couldn't even say my fiance's name in public or to my mm-hmm. family. I couldn't even mm-hmm. say the name for a couple months. And that's such, the, it, it, like, it's the weirdest thing that no one I think can fully understand. Um, what, like, what are, what's the one thing you look forward to most now that you are public and can be out in the real world that you want to do? I mean, just being out, like we've been living in essentially like a box, which was yeah. our entire 
season as well. So just getting to get in a car and drive together. Our next step is actually we're going to Canada together. Um, so I think that's going to just be really fun and exciting Yay. to just be out in the real world, see his family, see his cottage that he talks so much about. Oh, that's yeah, think so fun. I think it's like sharing like the passions, right? Like I think it'll be um, fun to just go see what she loves to do and like see what makes her super happy like in the real world and then you know to bring have her come to my cottage and just do wildlife type things where like she sees me in my element I think that'll really like bring things together for us mm-hmm. just those yeah. things right so like how does it feel with the news being out there now and now everybody knowing how this thing ended is it like a ton of bricks have been lifted off your shoulders. Does it kind of feel like, okay, wait, we still have a couple of days of like craziness to get acclimated to. Like what, what are you guys feeling? I mean, for me, I personally feel like it's finally come full circle. I'm done. It's all in the past, which is watching it back. is a heavy thing, reading mm-hmm. about yourself and having to talk about it, it's a heavy thing. And now we're just at a point where it's like, it's just him and I, and we can just focus forward on like what actually matters and not have to keep reliving these like old relationships and have people dissect and try and figure out, you know, who, who's it going to be. So it's just right. nice mm-hmm. to like officially start, you know, our relationship as a normal couple. Yeah. I think it's right. a weird combination of being excited about like, we'll call it the peak or like the climax of what this is. And you, you're excited about this next couple of days, but at the same time, you, like, you just want to get through it. Mm-hmm. So right. it, it's a weird feeling. Let me ask you this. So two part question here. Um, one, Katie, you mentioned on last night's finale that your, this was the first time your family was hearing that you were together engaged. What has the reception with them been like? And they weren't really surprised, you know, they, given that, first of all, they only met Blake. So they knew there wasn't anyone else to consider. And with them seeing how we were, they knew no matter what, that we were definitely together. Uh, they just didn't know if it was an engagement or just as boyfriend and girlfriend. And so they're Got just really it. supportive. They, they trust my opinion and they just want me to be happy. This is one thing I wanted to say, going back to Katie, when you say, you know, it's been hard to have everyone's opinions and you have to read Mm -hmm. about yourself right now. If I can give any bit of advice that I think is pretty solid, I don't give great advice all the time. But now that this is finally out in the open, you've lived out your love story for everybody to see. I would say put your phones away for a few days. Like, don't log in. Don't go on social media. Don't go on any forums. Just literally tuck it under a pillow and let it sit there for a few days and just soak in time with each other. Cause it's so important to just build that solid foundation away from everyone's thoughts and opinions and criticism. Cause there's going to be some incredible stuff and so many well wishes coming your way. But of course the harsh reality is like, there's still trolls and haters out there that don't matter, but they're still going to say whatever they want. So just decompress, throw the phones down the toilet for a little bit if you have to, but but really just soak in and enjoy the time together between the two of you. Cause that's, that's all that matters at this point. I yeah. I, we're definitely planning agree. on doing that, but we've also battled our fair share of trolls and all those things along this way too. So I think we're well equipped now to just be like. <laughs> Literally. Say, Caitlin also said the exact same advice, advice like two days ago. It was like any advice I can give you, don't look on your phones for like the next couple of days. And so to hear it from two mm-hmm. bachelorettes, I'm like, okay, this, this mm-hmm. is serious. <laughs> yeah. But at the same yeah. time, you guys are going to be so happy and like being able to like enjoy your time. And you're also going to be exhausted from all this stuff that you guys are doing that you won't really want to be interested in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You always right in your world. You're right next to each other. That's all you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. For sure. Oh, don't worry about I love that. Else. 
Um, okay, so obviously we watched Blake Get Down on One Knee last night. We watched the beautiful words that you guys shared with each other. It, I loved this proposal because it seemed like you had the serious, heartfelt mixed with the fun, like spontaneity that you guys, that we've seen, I guess, since Blake has joined the show. So re-watching that moment back, what was that like? Did it bring back all of the feelings again? Well, watching it back, I noticed it might not be as obvious to viewers, but to me, I wasn't sure he was proposing until he got down on one knee. So mm -hmm, as he's mm -hmm. talking, I'm thinking he's gearing me up to say like, I love you, but let's like wait, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was just like really happy and like, okay, it's fine. Like I'm just ready to leave with him no matter what. And then when he gets down on one knee, I'm truly just so shocked that it's happening because I had already in that moment accepted that he was not going to. And so I, I cry every time I watch it. It makes me happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was such a beautiful moment. And also, what I will say what made it too is you two cute kids were adorable and gave us all the feels. But then when <laughs> Tasha and Caitlin came running in too and you all had this moment together, which we've never seen on the show before because... Yeah. You've had now two other people, two other bachelorettes who have gone through the same thing. They know exactly kind of, Katie, what you have been feeling in certain moments to celebrate that love in that moment with you, I think made everything so special that I think it was a really great moment for all of us viewers to watch. Yeah, I love that they were there because it, it did feel like, you know, if we were being, uh, he was proposing to me in the real world, you know, like you kind of have your friends and family hiding in like the bushes. And then when mm -hmm. you say yes, like they come out. And so it just felt like the perfect way to kind of like wrap mm -hmm. it up, say our goodbyes to them because they had helped us the entire time. And then like quite literally right off into the sunset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think it was like the, the closest feeling you could get to be on the show and like having feeling like, you know, two friends like being there to like celebrate it with you. I don't think, yeah, if you, if you think about it, I don't think you've, there's ever been that where, no, it's never happened. Mm -mm, it's never so, happened. No. So yeah, no, that was, it just, it just tied in nicely. Like it just, uh, what do you, cherry, cherry on top? <laughs> cherry on top. <laughs> wow. That American expression, I didn't know. Blake, did you rip your pants? Did you actually rip your pants when you got yeah. on the horse? <laughs> yeah. So they were fitted so tight, but I, I guess when they were doing the fitting, uh, Carrie didn't know mm -hmm. that we're going to be jumping up on a horse. So we made them mm -hmm. like skin tight. And when I jumped, it literally slipped the side of my pants. Open. And that's the thing about his pants. They were so tight. I remember looking at his front pockets, seeing like, okay, is there a ring box in there? And I didn't <laughs> see a ring box. So even then I'm oh like, my gosh, you're good. I was like, it's not happening, but he got it behind. Mm -hmm. right yeah and so i was like okay like i was already in my head like the second i saw him i'm like observing everything about mm -hmm. him <laughs> wow you're Okay. I would have never thought to do that. That's that's <laughs> sneaky. We can't overlook this, and I can't believe I didn't. I asked about Blake's pants before I mentioned this, but Katie, you looked phenomenal. Your dress was stunning. So good. That color. Oh my gosh, I've never seen a, a, a anyone I think on the show wear a dress like that emerald color. It was beautiful. You looked stunning. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to also incorporate his favorite color, which is green. And so when this dress was available, I was like, that's the one. Okay, so. Since you finished filming, um, you know, I know it's been kind of tough because you have been secluded in these happy couple houses. What's been your favorite part or what is something that you have enjoyed getting to know about each other while while this has all been airing before, you know, you've gotten to this point? For me, it's not even about things I'm getting to learn. It's actually getting to like truly measure the progression of our relationship. Like I remember our first happy couple, how 
weird it almost felt. It was just like, oh, we're just here. There's no camera. It was like our first time really getting to be with each other. And comparing that to like this happy couple, we're just completely a different couple in general. We're a lot stronger. Our love is a lot stronger. We know each other a lot more. It's just fun to be able to kind of see it progress each and every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I think funny. for me, it's like, it's it's been exciting because these little happy couples have felt like a sneak peek into what married to being married to her will be like and like the maturity just the little things that she does throughout the day like without i don't know i don't know how to explain it but um she's just very um just mature she's just she's just like you can see how good of a wife she'll be and like the little there's like the little things that she does even on a daily basis though like through the facetimes and things she's just very um this is where the vocabulary thing comes in, but just, you can just tell, you can just tell where this is going. And I think that's mm-hmm. exciting because it's like, it's now right around the corner. Like I said, mm-hmm. isn't it crazy waking up uh, away from cameras and being able to just like sleep in and cook meals together when you want and play, like do everything now on your own terms without a schedule from the show, which is like all up to you. And that that's one of, at least for me, that was one of the most exciting parts. Yeah, I love obviously having nobody around. And in some ways, even these happy couples still feel like a schedule because like, all right, you have this amount of time and then you're off to your own houses again. Mm -hmm. And so this week has just been like the best because now it's finally like truly no show, no schedules, our true own life and agenda. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing for fun? Because I know like... Well, it's I could very- probably tell you what they're doing Whoa, for fun. Girl, we ain't trying to talk about that right now. This is not that kind of podcast. Although I think like we can have a field day. Or is that. it? <laughs> but um, no, just being in the house now. Like, what are you guys doing for fun? Because you went from, you know, kind of having, you know, dates that were presented to you and ideas that would kind of bring you guys together. But now you guys are in the house. Like, how, what are you guys doing to get to know each other? Like, games or do you guys Actually, talk about one of the trips we did actually bring a game called uh, "We're Not Really Strangers," which is oh, such a good one. Love that. Such a good one. Yeah. So we played that early on, um, but then obviously since then we don't even need like that kind of support. We just, you know, we're just together enjoying each other's time. Typically, these places have pools, so we're just like relaxing and chilling. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just hanging out. She kicked my ass in beer pong. I was <laughs> oh yeah, that <laughs> girl Katie. I feel like. <laughs> I'm proud of her for that one. I, I kind of expected that. Like, have, have you been going back and forth between the happy couple homes in Canada? Yeah, which has been a nightmare because I've been living basically the summer in quarantine because we have to yeah. quarantine for 14 days when we get home. Mm-hmm. So I would go, we go have a happy couples. I would go home in quarantine for 14 days and then have like maybe four or five days off before coming back here again. So it's been, Jeez. it's been a battle for sure. Wait, did you sneak to Washington at all? No, it's like no. impossible to do yeah. that. You can't with the border stuff. It's too much of a pain. And like, yeah, and like, yeah no. Bachelorette right. caught. Trying to play the border. border. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gives it away. He gets yeah. caught at yeah. the border, right? <laughs> That'd be um, okay, Katie, one thing that you mentioned in the finale last night is obviously Blake came in a few weeks late. And so he didn't mm. come out of the limo. You didn't meet him night one. So I think most people would probably have felt like you had to play catch up in a way. But for you two, the transition of Blake coming in, it just seemed so seamless. And you said he came in at the right time. Do you think had he walked out of that limo night one, things would have played out a bit differently? 
I don't think they would have. I mean, the overall season, sure. But our relationship and us being together at the end, I don't think so. Um, I remember, you know, meeting everyone the first time and I picture had I met him the same way I did, but it was the first night, it would have been the same exact feelings of like, wow, this is instant. It feels so easy. It feels so natural. And I think what maybe stood out and I kind of had in his favor was he'd gone through this before. So there was a level of like chill with him in terms of like the cameras didn't phase him and, and the environment, which then made me feel calm because I'm, you know, nervous as the lead. Mm-hmm. And so if anything, I, I wish he was there night one because that was a crazy night in general. But I think mm-hmm. the outcome would have absolutely been the same. Yeah. Blake, do you think it would have been the same? Yes, I think no matter how or when I came on, I, I had a certain level of confidence in myself with having experience and knowing how this kind of works, but also the, the intuition I had about Katie, regardless of when I met her along the way, was going to be the same. And it would have probably all came out the exact same way. It probably honestly would have been stronger because I would have been there longer. Um, mm-hmm. And I think maybe the storyline of things maybe would have changed. But besides from that, no. Oh, I just thought of this. Katie, this is a question for you. So when he did come in late... You know, we saw you have the conversation with the group of men saying somebody's coming. Then, Blake, you're thrust into however many men were left. What, like 12 or 15 or something? 15, um, yeah. Katie, did you ever feel like this, in that moment, like this level of maybe protectiveness or like, you know, don't don't go so hard on this man because I actually could see something with mm. him? Like, did you feel that, like, the like stab of like, ooh, like I want to take care of him kind of? Honestly, no, he's so confident in himself that I, not once was I worried about how he was going to handle it. Um, I was actually surprised that overall everyone was pretty accepting of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately I was like, good luck. I have my own things to worry about. Uh, wish you the best. And yeah, he did just fine without me, you know, being there to protect him. Mm-hmm. It's funny though, because Blake also knows what it feels like to have people come in later in the game too. So I think he even said that he's like, I know the guys are not going to be very accepting of me and mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of just ease myself into there. So that's really interesting though, because he probably knew how to navigate it a lot better because that happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. I definitely remember what it was like when Noah, Noah Spencer, uh, Peter and Montel walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone, like everyone was pissed. Like, so I you knew guys were they were not like, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think, you know, there's a way I think Spencer came in and said, which one of y'all scared Claire away was the first thing he said. And I wasn't going to come in and have that type of energy because I know what it did <laughs> for the yeah. room. And so, um, I was just, I, you know, I think the number one thing in those type of situations is try to be understanding and empathize with the other person, because then you can navigate it better if you're coming in like thinking about just me at fuck it like fuck them it's just it's not going to go well so i tried to empathize with the situation they were in and like just kind of take a back seat and just kind of let things kind of play out um and so and i I mean i'm pretty personal i don't usually get all invite guys and stuff so i wasn't too worried about once i could sit down and actually have conversations with the guys Mm -hmm. it was going to be okay they yeah. say Canadians are really nice. And I mean, it's very obvious that it's <laughs> actually a thing. <laughs> Listen, so like many that. of my girlfriends love the Canadians. I'll tell you what. So Blake, if you have any single friends for some of them, let me know because 
Wow. I mean, do you, do you like the Brendan with the cockatoo hair? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. I'll ask my girlfriend. But um, okay. But going back to you, obviously have already gone through this on a different season besides the obvious of whoever the lead was. What was different about this time around being on the season? Mm. What was the most different besides from the leads, as you say? Yeah. Um, I think the, the group of guys was a very different um, energy almost. It was like a, yes, yeah, so, you know, we, we talk about like the bromance of it. Um, I wouldn't say there was like a lack of immaturity or maturity between the groups. I don't know what it was. It was just like the group of guys was just w- way more close. Like I was like careful on how I wanted to like navigate and didn't want to step on toes because people were very like sensitive about the time and things like that in comparison. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just, I, I think that, but it, I, I would say that would be the only like major difference beside aside from the lead. Like there wasn't wasn't much else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess because you lived in the bubble for both seasons, it's not like you were on a past season exactly. where you were able to travel or it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Dang. The weather. I mean, the weather. I, you know, mm-hmm. I was drenched in sweat every day uh, yeah. going through the last season. This was it. Just that's the one thing. Adds a whole other level of. Uh, comfort when you're sitting there having conversations where you're already nervous and then there's you know the heat yeah. on top of it it just makes things more uncomfortable then you're thinking about the beads of sweat coming down your face mm-hmm. as well as trying to have a conversation on camera where this time was, like, there's no there's no heat i could just like focus it was just a more comfortable setting mm-hmm. well it all worked out look where we're at yeah. now yeah. Uh, <laughs> one thing that we've seen from katie this entire season is And even on Matt's season, I will say, is like she's always been very strong, outspoken. And Katie, you've you've dealt with a lot throughout all of this. Like you've, uh, you know, being in this position in general, you open yourself up to so much criticism and you just are so vulnerable. So Blake, as her partner, watching her go through all of this, you know, and having to really take on being the face of the franchise, how has that been like to support her through everything? Uh, You know, it's it's honestly been fairly easy because she's she's just bold and confident and she just handles her shit and that's one thing that we always talk about i think that one thing that we like about each other is that we have such a confidence that i don't worry about how she necessarily handles things and if she needs me i'm always going to be here but that's one thing that i um really look for in a partner is that you know life's going to throw crazy things and so to have a strong partner that really handles her own but mm-hmm. knows that i'm there to support her whenever i need whenever she needs me and vice versa like you know i don't want her to feel like a burden like she needs she needs to necessarily take care of me we mm-hmm. both have very confident personalities and handle things our own way and um yeah it's, it's been it's been nice it's just the maturity level there that um i'm not i haven't been used to mm-hmm. katie do you feel the same Oh, yeah. I mean, when I think of any times that either him or I have struggled, because don't get us wrong, like, we definitely have had times where we had to lean on the other person. Um, it's just been nice to see how we are able to pull each other out of that dark space of whatever it is that we're going through um, and really make it to what we've been calling like the finish line, you know? Mm-hmm. The one thing about us is that there's just a, a sense of... Um, are how level-headed and like grounded we are and we just always like it's like take a deep breath and just like think about what like just process it like what are we getting worked up for there's no mm-hmm. reason to we're yeah. fine and it's just like mm-hmm. we both kind of have that where not one or the other ever freaks out about a situation it's always calm conversation mm-hmm. and that communication's just been huge up until this point 
I love that. It seems like you guys keep each other both very grounded, which is, I think, needed especially each other very Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. What has been one of the hardest moments so far up until this point for the both of you? I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying the the Greg episode is a heavy one for just numerous reasons. Um, But what we kept doing with each other is reminding ourselves of like, who we are today as a couple, you know, what that environment does when you're dating multiple people and how you're viewing each individual relationship. Um, and that was something we were actually able to really get through together, which I think was kind of like the final test in our relationship, at least through reliving that experience, you know, mm-hmm. that would have been the hardest part. And we were able to still get through that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say probably the same thing. I think, you know, up until I would say, when it got down down to like five guys, like right before hometowns, up to that point, I was like, she's, you know, she's actually, she's got to, you know, go through these relationships and it is what it is. And I think naturally as it gets down to the last five, um, those are the more serious relationships. And so it like, it, it's a little bit more weird watching those, but again, like I would say, yeah, coming down to that, that last episode um, with Greg, just naturally, obviously, but um, again, that's where it comes back to like just trying to empathize and understand what she's going through and not being like, well, what about me? Like, why mm-hmm. are you saying that? Like, I was mm-hmm. there because like, put yourself in those shoes. How do you handle it? And it's like, like I would have probably said and done a lot of the same things. So I can't be mad and look at where we're at now. Everything happens the way they should. Um, I, I never for one second doubted that it was me. I showed up there thinking it was going to be me and ended up me. And that doubt has never changed or there's never been any of that doubt. So, um, it's been as much as it's been weird at times watching that episode, we kind of blown over it. Like mm-hmm. it hasn't affected anything. Did you, did you both watch any of the episodes together or was that too strange? Did you have to do it separate? There was a certain point where we started to watch them together. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't think it was strange. Like we just, you can't deny it, you know, so there, there's right. no difference to watch it separately mm-hmm. or together. You might as well do it together and, and talk about it if you need to. So mm-hmm. definitely at a certain point, um, we started watching it together and, and talking about it. And like you said, once it got down to like the final five, that's when he realized that like, there were other relationships because I think I did a really good job of kind of keeping everyone kind of separate, you know, in the group date setting, I was very like neutral towards everybody. Um, and it was only in the one-on-one interactions that these guys felt like I was dating just them, you mm-hmm. know, and so for mm-hmm. him to see it kind of for the first time, it was a little rough, but you know, like he said, we've, we've made it through and, and we're a lot stronger today than even we were when he proposed to me. Mm-hmm. Did, did you guys watch every episode? Was there a time where you were just like, I can't watch this and you turned it off and walked away? I know he didn't really care to watch until he was on. Cause like, mm-hmm. what's the point, you know? Right. And then even like, I would tell him like, just so you know, like this is a one-on-one with Greg, uh, if you want to skip that, you know, or like, by the way, this is what's happening, at least from like my memory. And so I think he kind of got to choose which parts he did and didn't want to see. And then obviously as we prepared for, uh, after the final rows, we had to watch, you know, whatever episodes we hadn't yet. Um, and we were separate when that happened, but we were able to talk about it, you know, before going into filming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Blake, you were the one man who made it to the end, but the only one who met Katie's family. Um, <laughs> Katie, I will say, I I actually really enjoyed your mom and your aunt because they, I feel Amazing. like it was such, um, uh, like kind of like a different take, I would say, during Meet the Families. Blake, when you were sitting chatting with her mom and her aunt, 
were you shaking in your boots a little bit or watching it all back? Like, what was that like sitting there and now watching it back and, and, you know, knowing their take on everything for Katie's future? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, I wouldn't say I was more, but I was told that, you know, Lindsay would probably be a little bit hard on me. Just that was the way that she was. And so Katie, told me about that before going in I didn't know I didn't know that <laughs> to the extent I guess that you know everything I said would be questioned to um so I, I mean the thing is with that is I she's valid in her questions it started with the first question basically the first question you could tell that she like threw me a little bit of like not sh- not shade but like question man I'm like okay I can see where this is gonna go now and I, I was yeah. the first the first question of like this this conversation we're going to have and you know, obviously it seemed like a lot of the answers weren't the correct ones. And you could see, I think, you know, watching it back, it's funny. You see my posture change where I, I start just like going like this because I'm just like, <laughs> I can't win here. Like, I'm, I'm not, I surrender. I'm just, like I literally, my posture change is like, I can't win. And I'm just like, um, um, I, listen, she's, she's being uh, a hard aunt. She wants the best for Katie. And so she's mm-hmm. asking the necessary questions. And although I didn't necessarily give her the answers, I think she's looking for, I don't, I still to this day don't know the answer. So I'm gonna, I can't wait to meet her in person and ask her, <laughs> what could I have said there to, to make it happen? But, <laughs> and honestly, a lot of it, I think just has to deal with time and actually mm-hmm. being together in the real mm-hmm. world. And that's not something you can force and speed up. Like you really just have to go into it now from this day forward and live together and you know see how you interact around others and in your daily setting that like that's how you're really gonna know and that's how yeah. you're gonna answer her questions is by her mm-hmm. seeing you guys and like your relationship actually blossoming too so don't be stressed yeah about- she's just very raw right. and blunt and um i got a great taste of that which is <laughs> But I feel like out of any guy, Katie, on your season, Blake is probably the best one to handle that. Yes. Oh, 100%. And it was such like validation that like, this is my guy, because not only is he going to work well with me, he's going to work well with my family. Because I feel like thinking of anyone else in that situation, they would have been eaten alive, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for Blake to be able to kind of like, dodge it, but be okay with that, like aggressive, we'll call it a sense of humor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, for him to still be okay at the end of it, I was like, okay, like, he's good because the thing is like that is how my family is in the real world like we would be at a barbecue and they're gonna throw shade and make fun of each other and just kind of don't take things too seriously and so the fact that he survived (laughs) yes I think he's gonna be great uh, meeting the family in my real life well hopefully that hopefully that was the hardest part and now from here on out they can just see the two of you together and how happy you are I mean Blake it did seem like you charmed over her mother which is a good first step um Okay, so getting into the proposal, we saw, and Tasha can chime in here as well, because she was obviously there helping you pick out the rings towards the end. What was going through, I mean, we kind of could see you on the fence a little bit of like, we obviously knew you wanted to be with Katie and continue your love journey, if you will. I hate that I just said love journey, but (laughs) continue (laughs) along with Katie. But it was that one, like the ring, the actual proposal, getting engaged that I think had you a little on edge. And so sitting there talking with Taisha in that moment, bring me back to that. Like, what were you feeling? What was being like stirred up inside? And then what was the moment where you were like, nope, we're effing doing this. Like I'm picking out that ring and I'm getting down on one knee. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the one thing I 
make sure that it's clear as it was ever a question of, of Katie, which is whether or not do I get, do we get engaged now? Right. And mm-hmm. um, the first conversation I had with Katie was sitting on that bench the first time I met her. And she's like, are you like, are you ready for an engagement in this? And I said, you know, I, I could see us getting engaged at the end. Like I would get engaged. And so, you know, it came down to a couple things, but um, when I was sitting there looking at the rings is when it becomes very real. It's all just a thought until that, that ring box pops open and you're looking at it and you're like, okay, like, okay, this is, this is happening. This is, you know, it's not just a thought anymore. It's an action. And this action speaks volumes depending on what you do with it. So um, I just wanted to make sure I was making the right decision for both of us and not just like doing it because, oh, she wants to get engaged. Like, am, right. am I ready? Mm-hmm. Are we actually ready? Like, are we ready for this now? And, right. um, it just came down to, after I picked the ring, I, um, went back to my room and I was like getting ready and just thinking about it. And I'm like, I came here, I had the intuition. Um, I know what this is. If, you know, I bet on myself coming here, I'm betting on, on our relationship taking off after this and, and this being super successful. Like it just, just kind of hit one when, when I was getting ready and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. doing this. Like, this is what I came here for. This is what she wanted. And um, I was going to deliver. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've, well, I don't know. Have you Becca ever been with a guy as he's picking out an engagement ring? No, it, it is one of Not the most like stressful freaking things no. I have ever experienced just because you can tell that obviously Blake, you were so excited, but also at the same time, it's just, it's just a very real moment. I think mm-hmm. for someone to be like, holy shit, I'm actually going to propose. This is going to be my wife. Like there's just so much going through, you know, a man's mind. And I had never experienced that before. Like to the point where I was just like, it made me honestly think about Zach. Like when he was in that moment, like, it's just, it's such a special moment. And then I was so happy to be a part of that, but just also Katie, that ring is so Katie. Like <laughs> I loved it. And he knew it. Like the second he saw it, like we were just talking, it was so funny because we were trying to imagine your little hand and my hand is way bigger than your little hand. You know? And, you know, we were just trying to talk about like the sizing and what it would look like. And, and he knows you and he just wanted something so special for you. So I just want you to know in that moment, like it was it was tough, but also at the same time, like you should have seen his eyes like he, he's so in love with you. I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I remember that moment so clearly. Yeah, you yeah. see it on my face too. Like I'm really processing a thousand things in that moment. I know. I was like, hi, are you here? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> gone. And then he was making me sweat. Like he was like walking away. He's doing all these things. And I was like, uh, like what's well, going and, on here? And then it fast yeah. forwards to Katie. You're obviously standing there. I don't want to call it an altar, but at the, I don't even know what mm-hmm. to call it. Like platform. What, an, platform. Yeah. <laughs> a platform. And, yeah. and, and Taisha and Caitlin are standing there as Blake's pulling up. And I could like feel the nerves with Taisha and Caitlin being like, we don't know what's going to happen. My stomach just dropped. And so I feel like as the viewer who had no idea what was about to go down, I was just like, oh my gosh, this could go one way or this could go the other. And what I was thinking is because Katie, this entire time, You've been very vocal about like, I see my husband in this group. I see an engagement out of this. Like I see 
all the things, you know, that the bachelor and the bachelorette is. And you, you never shied away from that. You never were like, "Mm, no, I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm not ready for this, or maybe I don't want to get engaged. You were always so vocal about it that I'm sitting there watching being like, okay, she, she hasn't shied away from this. She's been very direct, very upfront. So like, this is going to be such an interesting moment to see how Blake handles it. Was there any part of you, Katie, that And I know you said you didn't quite know if he was going to get down on one knee and it wasn't until that moment where you knew, okay, this is actually happening. If Blake would have come that day and just said, I love you, I want to continue this with you, but I'm not ready to give you a a ring quite yet. Would you have been okay with that? Or where where would you have gone like in your head and your heart? Yeah, overall, I was going to be happy to leave with him no matter what. There was going to be this... I don't want to use the word resentment. I don't even know who it would be towards, but you don't, I went through so much right. over the course of that time to then walk away with a boyfriend. It's just like, I could have just freaking been on a dating <laughs> app at this point. That would have been a lot easier, you know? And so yeah. something about like an engage, well, obviously an engagement is like a very serious commitment versus a boyfriend and girlfriend. And so it just shows the confidence that he has in us, which I appreciate. Um, you know, like you said, he's betting on us going forward. Um, so I, it's hard to say, you know, I, I would have been happy, but there would have just been this little, you know, sting in my heart, I think. And I don't know how quickly I would have recovered from it just because, again, I didn't go through all of that to walk away with a boyfriend. I could have just downloaded an app and <laughs> avoided all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you wouldn't have found Blake then. <laughs> I mean, someone knows <laughs> my DMs, I guess. <laughs> so. All right. You two lovebirds. There is so much to look forward to from here on out. From this day forward, you have all of the world to experience together. So what are you most looking forward to? What's next for the two of you? I think just living together and being in the real world together. You know, I just got a place in San Diego, but it's big enough for him and his pets. Um, He's in talks with Africa ongoing about the projects he's focused on. Um, So just getting to kind of experience actual life outside of these little houses that we've been living in, I think is going to be the biggest thing for us. Wait, so does that mean, Blake, are you going to be potentially moving in to her place in San Diego? What are you going to say? Are we going to have a dual citizenship here? (laughs) You're stressing me out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, the first trip will probably be going out there for, you know, a pretty extended period, I don't know, week, at least weeks, maybe three weeks or so, and just kind of see what that looks like. And then when I come home, I got to start making decisions because I do have pets that I can't just leave at my mom's place. Like I, I have animals to take care of and they need to be with me. And, but I also need to be with Katie. So, um, you know, it may mean that I need to, you know, <laughs> get in my truck and drive across the country with a cat and dog in my truck. I, I don't know what that looks <laughs> like yet. Yeah. I'll make sure to document that because it'll be interesting. My cat's uh, like to shit in the car. So, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, I think you know, I think I, I I think I'll be spending a fair bit of time in in San Diego at least to start, and um, yeah, we'll see. I think we're gonna make trips to Canada. I think that'll probably be my home base for the most part, and then make trips to Canada and the cottage when when I can. Living in two different parts is really tough, but. It could be fun too. You guys have to just honestly take it easy. Like don't get so riled up in it because it's really difficult and you feel like you're kind of living two lives again. Mm-hmm. But um, especially with the the cat thing, maybe Katie can like keep your cat too. And then she'll just be <laughs> the cat lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I don't know. There's just like ways to make it work. It's difficult. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, it's all just ideas right now. I think once we actually get started and seeing what it's like, then we can make decisions right now. It's just all ideas. Like, what about this? What about that? If this happens, mm-hmm. it's all what ifs, right? So let's pull the trigger on one thing and the rest will just kind of unravel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will Katie be able to travel to Africa with you when you start going over there? Yeah. So I think it's going to depend on the, so without getting too much into it, there's d- different projects and organizations that I want to go and do some work with and depending on the types of projects and things, um, if they're more, um, safe. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. say like more like, you know, glamorous, not so like in the bush doing some crazy things, then, you know, she'll come oh. with me. Um, and depending on the types of projects, if it's like, you know, community, um, involved a community engagement and things like that, where it's education based and not like on the grounds doing the dirty work, then, you know, it'd mm-hmm. be great to have her come out and, and see some of that stuff with me. It'll be, pretty eye-opening um mm-hmm. and i know that she's been supportive in um and all those products i want to want to do which is huge for me because that's what i hope to be a big part of my life moving forward so mm-hmm. oh well just yeah as Tasha said you guys will make whatever is best for the two of you work don't feed into what anyone else says or thinks that you should do because everyone will tell you one thing and it's not gonna work for you so you'll figure it out on your own mm-hmm. i have all the faith that you will um i hate to be this person because I hated getting asked this question, uh, especially right after the finale, but I got to do it because I, I want to oh, be God. one of the first people to ask you, but any wedding plans that have been talked about quite yet? <laughs> uh, definitely not. I mean, we, like you said, we got to figure out kind of like our living situation and how we want to incorporate that into our lives. And then, you know, once that gets settled, like we just kind of take it day by day. We know Mm -hmm. we want to get married. We're just not in a rush to do it right now because Mm -hmm. right now we're still dealing with like the border and Mm -hmm. COVID. (laughs) I'm moving and there's just so much like the wedding, like that can wait. You know, there are bigger things to focus on right now than planning a wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get it. Hey, I, like I said, I hate, I hate to be the one to ask that question, but (laughs) got to do my job here, you guys. Um, okay. Mm. We're going to get into a game because we love our games with everyone. But before we do, we ask all of our guests, Katie, I'm sure we've asked you this several times when we've had you on bachelor happy hour, but overall for the both of you, what was your rose and what was your thorn of this journey? I mean, without being too cheesy, my rose is obviously Blake. <laughs> um, the thorn. What if she said oh, something God. totally random? Like, not Blake, just <laughs> Tisha and Caitlin. My rose is the <laughs> fact that, like, I got to ride off on a horse after getting proposed to. <laughs> my thorn is anytime someone was knocking on my door. Oh. There was a while where, like, I had, like, PTSD every time I heard a knock. I'm like, mm-hmm. what now? You will have that PTSD for months to come. I still have it. Room service comes like, who's knocking at my door? Why? Blake, never (laughs) knock on her door. Honestly, I know the feeling because Tasha did it to me. Um, (laughs) Tasha did it to me. Brennan did it to me. Um, Katie did it to me. All in the middle of the fucking night, too. So, um, um, yeah, the thorn definitely is that. I think the other thing, too, would be coming into the house um, to face the guys all at one time and like have to like come out and say like a speech it wasn't easy especially when like from face to face you would see like a glare confusion fuck this guy like 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 and it was just like it was just a lot to process and manage the group because I knew that was going to play into how much of the you know fun time I was going to have there and if I couldn't manage the guys it was going to be mm-hmm. a nightmare 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the thorn just because I don't like pissing people off. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, so from that, I think the rose is just like coming in with the anticipation and, and a intuition of what this could be. And it just like panning out exactly how you thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a very confident person and I like to, like, I have a lot of belief in things and this, and I'm not right all the time. This is one thing <laughs> on the biggest thing. Um, it did, uh, it did pan out exactly how it should have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that answer. All right. Well, like I said, we love our games here in bachelor happy hour and it's clear since we've, been watching you this entire season but also just chatting with you right now that you two seem very much on the same page which i think is such a good solid foundation to start off this relationship with um so we are going to ask you a series (laughs) of superlative questions and you have to answer whether you think it's yourself or your partner so basically we'll give you the question and then on the count of three we're going to have both of you call out whether you think it's you or your partner's name okay so Tasha, do you want to start it off yeah i almost want to make them like be blindfolded but it's fine we'll do it with you guys if if this wasn't a podcast that's what we would go go in but (laughs) okay are you guys ready yes who is the funniest one two three (laughs) (laughs) we're both funny like i don't know like no we need a name this need a name you. I was gonna say you. That was oh hard. my gosh, you too. Okay, wait. This has to be rapid fire. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna, so we're gonna count. Count, count of three. You have to like no. One, okay. two, three, go. Blaine. You. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna wow. go on to. Okay, next one. Who is the ro- most romantic? Three, two, go. A Blake. <laughs> Yeah, I think you were for sure. Whoa. She's, 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 yeah, no, it's you for sure. What? Really? Yeah. I love yeah. that. Okay. This is a good one. Who is the loudest? Blake. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, the, more, the most out there, I think. The, I'm already, actually, yeah. Fuck Look it. at him. He's already freaking out. You yeah, are the loudest, me, okay? It's me, it's me, it's me. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> All right, next so one. Loud. Who is messier? Oh, yeah. me, yeah. Katie. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, um, who is more likely to cook? Me. You who? can't see what Blake just pointed to yeah. me as well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I saw that. Who is more likely to do the dishes? Blake. Maybe Blake. Good job. Good sure, job. People are on the same page with this. Yeah. Who takes longer to get ready? Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is more likely to get a speeding ticket? Blake. Oh, we haven't figured that out. Yeah, but like, like a lot. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that, that is a lie. That is a lie. I had two in one week aside from that. That's a lot. Yeah, two in one week. Period. That's not a lot. I've had one in my whole life. You've had two in one week. <laughs> hey, Blake, that's in not your good. defense. When I moved to California, I have never had a parking ticket, and I moved to California, and I swear I get one per week. One every other week. But parking tickets yeah. are very different than speeding tickets. Yes, I that's agree true. That <laughs> but you know what? I have it's like 80 parking tickets. It's just California is <laughs> tough, many. man. Okay. Oh, wait, Tisha, you're up. Okay, I'm ready. Um, who is a better dancer? Not like, no, no chance. I'm not. I just go up there and sway like an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I can't wait for your first dance after you get married. No, but when when, when you two dance together, when we saw you on the on the finale, that was cute. You guys together, right, you're was, great. Like, I whispered, I I whispered in here. I'm like, I'm gonna do the twirl thing. And then, like, I push her back. So like, it was, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I just knew to do it. I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. Let's do this. So we have so, no rhythm. Is that right? We can't no. dance. Yeah. We're gonna okay, we're gonna it. sign you up for some ballroom dancing classes, so you can just you know no, so you don't have to be vocal. You can just do it and lead her. Okay. You know, we've got a lot to learn about each other. I I would say you get a bottle going, um, you know, and then I become one of the backup dancers, the Pussycat Dog. I love oh, that. Okay. So, okay. Tequila says you can dance. Yeah. We, yeah. What so kind of bottle are we talking about? That, but that will come. Yeah. <laughs> I love Whiskey. also that you said the Pussycat Dolls. Like out of any, I know what. <laughs> any group well, here that has like, <laughs> it's that type of group, that that type of music. It just gets me going sometimes. You know, the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, I got it. I box where I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about it. Like. You could have said a lot of people. <laughs> oh my okay. goodness! Well, Insane Backstreet Boys, like boy bands. Speaking said, Pussy of Kettles. music, speaking of music, who has better taste in music? Mm, probably more variety. I'm. I'm. He's like European techno. No, okay. No, no he's stuck in the. He's stuck in the two thousands. <laughs> he's representing the pussycat dolls i mean come on okay. like i said she got better takes let's leave it you really have no case blake i got you gotta go i'm sorry um who's more likely to survive a zombie apocalypse me blake yeah me for sure okay, okay. who had this question who has more ptsd from this past season <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Blake's like, I had smooth sailing. I came in halfway I know. through. I got the girl. You know, Katie, just trying to let you know, I did try to like went... make him sweat like throughout the You did. did. You did, though. He does say that, actually. I, I, I really did. And honestly, I had your back into the entire time. I'm like, step up, be a man, Blake. And yeah, you did. <laughs> I was so riled after that. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I really uh, did and like go yeah. up and walk away i'm like what the fuck just happened that's right i did that that's right yeah. okay anyway <laughs> so just so you know who is more likely to initiate sexy time um, i think me yeah, yeah. I, there's a more dominant trait in me, I think. oh god <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, honestly, Blake, from what we've seen with you in the past couple seasons. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, Becca, you know, I don't know if you remember when we first met, right? It was an aggressive orgasm. Um, yes. Oh, truth. Blake, oh, weird. my gosh. I, I forgot about that. I, I will never forget that date. Without you bringing that up. <laughs> and also, like, you didn't you make yeah. a penis sculpture out of clay at one point, too? Yeah. So. Yeah. Can we also just go back to the whole orgasm thing you like lifted your leg up and put it yes on. oh my okay. god you know yes this, he was up on the podium okay. <laughs> right so listen if you're gonna fucking do it do it and look what happened you guys remember it. you guys know and you remember do you I remember start from like i don't white, know if that's something you know? we want to remember no anyway moving on can we move right. on thank you very much okay okay who is the bigger dork Mm. You. I was gonna say you. We're dork That's cow. cute. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm weird. I'm weird with like insects. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is more likely to get lost on a road trip? 
Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, Katie. I All right, last one. Who is most likely to steal the sheets? Oh, me. Mm, probably. He hardly sleeps with blankets. Like, he yeah, runs so hot. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm outside the blankets all the time. Okay. I love that. All right. Well, that is the game. A huge thank you to both of you for joining Bachelor Happy Hour today. Katie, I can't believe, like, I remember having you on at the beginning of Matt's season, and it's crazy to think now we've come full circle. We've had you on several times, but now you are in love. You are engaged. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for both of you. So thank you guys for joining us today. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you. And honestly, Katie, I just want to say it was such an honor to be there with you throughout the entire thing. But I just want you to realize like how strong of a woman you are. And huh. truthfully, like you... Mm-hmm trusting your own gut and your own intuition as much as it sucked sometimes like, like the highs and the highs were really high and the lows were really low you prevailed and like truthfully like you ended up with the person I think that you're truly meant to be with and mm-hmm. I think it makes it all that much better um but at the end of the day like you're done with that part close that chapter <laughs> move on you're so happy now and like don't let that shit ruin your relationship mm-hmm. and get into it you know what I mean like you yeah. are incredible so blake yeah. you're fucking lucky okay <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself a keeper yeah yeah Aww. definitely and, Thanks, then, and this is where so your life guys. starts so go out go enjoy finally being in public shout it from the rooftops and we can't wait to see where this life takes you both so proud of you both thank, thank you. you what an absolute pleasure to have the happy couple on. Tisha, what is it like now seeing them together, being able to be in public after basically watching everything unfold on her season? I'm not gonna lie. I feel like they're like my little children. Like I'm so, it's, mm-hmm. it's they clearly compliment each other well. And I just feel like that is her guy. And mm-hmm. it just feels so good. I'm so happy that they can actually experience life now. It is a little tough because it's the pandemic still. I feel like they're, they're trying to figure things out like that, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just them being able to go get coffee together, I think it's going to be like an amazing experience for them. I know that was for me. So little simple things. I'm so proud. Like you said, I feel like they were meant to be. Like these two make sense. They mm-hmm. ground each other so well. They complement each, so, each other so well. They support each other. So this is the time where it really like solidifies the relationship and, you know, why she had to go ever through everything that she did to get to this point. So I can not wait to see what their next steps mm-hmm. are, how they make it Same. work, um, getting their cute, like little fur babies together, all of the things. So a huge congratulations to Katie and Blake. Thank you both for joining us on Bachelor Happy Hour. And I have to say, Tasha, this has been so much fun recapping <laughs> this season with you, not only because I love you, but it's been such a great, I think, behind the scenes to have you be able to do this because you were there with Katie, you know, helping her along this journey. You had so much more behind the scenes and intel and just a great point of view. And so I have had an absolute blast Aww. doing this season with you. Unfortunately for all of our listeners, Tasha is going to be taking a little break from Bachelor Happy Hour. But fear not, we will have another great co-host stepping in next week when we begin recapping Bachelor in Paradise. So I'm not going to give away who yet but you won't want to miss it so make sure you all tune in honestly thank you this was so much fun i mean clickbait better watch out because i really like it over here on bachelor happy hour so Mm -hmm. well babe you're welcome (laughs) back anytime (laughs) well thank you and it was so great being here 
See you guys later. And an even bigger thanks to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. We love you guys. We couldn't do this without you each and every week. So thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to hit us up on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Nation Pods on both Facebook and Twitter. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Thanks for another great season, everyone. There's a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.